Welcome to the Beltway Broadcast, the premier podcast for the workplace learning and talent development professionals of the Association for Talent Development's Metro DC chapter. We've got some great resources in store for you today. Hello, fellow ATDers. My name is Christina Eanes, and I am the 2023 Vice President of Marketing and Communications for the Metro DC chapter of ATD. We also have Helena Hodges, our Vice President of Finance and Operations, as our producer. For this episode, we are interviewing Danielle Wallace. Welcome, Danielle. It's great to be here. Well, we are excited about, I'm especially excited about the topic of advertiser secrets for learning videos. Uh, But before we jump into that, can you share a little bit about your background with our listeners? Yes. So I'm Danielle Wallace. I am a learning and development professional heading up an organization called Beyond the Sky Custom Learning, where we provide custom learning solutions for our global and local clients. But the secret that you may not know, so hiding behind me, is my past life where I was, amongst other things, I'm a recovering marketer. (laughs) So I, I got you to buy more Doritos. I got you to buy more Swiffer, buy more Olay, buy more Old Spice, um, and was really compelled to take these great products, great learnings, but actually apply these for the forces of good and get you as learners collectively to take this behavior and learn new skills. So that's where I'm really delighted and privileged to be able to share what I learned from the marketing world and bring this over into learning and development. I love that you're doing that. Now, and I know you apply it to a whole bunch of different learning concepts. And today we're just focusing on videos. So where do we need to go first? What do our listeners need to know? I would say the first thing to really ground yourself in is the learner. So one thing that was really ingrained in me when I was at Procter & Gamble, um, and there I was in various marketing leadership roles, but at the time, the um, CEO, A.G. Laffley, he said, the consumer is at the heart of everything we do. And I really took that to heart. And going into learning development, the learner is at the heart of everything we do. So creating an effective video that actually compels action that gets people to change behavior, think about the concept in a new way and actually learn something that's really grounded firstly in having an understanding of who your learner is, whether that's through a learner persona or very in-depth audience analysis, that's the table stakes. That's, that's the given that we need to start with. So we start with that. Is there any, uh, Anything that we, anything special we do with that other than like a typical instructional design needs assessment? So I would say, um, again, as we laddering on the, during video the right way, not only is the solid understanding of the learner, but it also comes to is video the right means of this. So there is different types of video. What I won't speak to so much is, you know, like just different use cases, you know, watching a simulation of a system and we can debate if that's even like the right use case for a video and 
what I would actually impart on everybody is there's ways we can change behavior using those same techniques that marketers do and apply those to things like the technical training. Maybe it may be before the systems video that drives the what's in it for me or the short form videos, something that compels action. And we're going beyond, you know, a cooking how to video from a, a teaching methodology. There's these different techniques that we can apply. So firstly, presuming that we have a solid understanding of a learner, that the video is the right means and mm-hmm. often it's not from there. Then what I challenge people and I want to provoke is what is the core message that we're getting across? And then how can video complement and direct that? All right. And then what do we do next? So with that, typically, I I encourage people to really have a clear focus. And not only does you know, having a clear performance outcome, again, just table stakes, but within the video, this becomes increasingly challenging. Typically, we see that the objective of a video is that people need to cover this like myriad of responses. I need people to know all these things. It's like, you know, yeah. no, they won't. No, they won't. They'll honestly, they'll take away that there's a lot of things I need to know. Yeah. Is that the feeling you want? Maybe it is. Maybe instead you want people to come away with, there's a lot of things I need to know and I'm supported and I know where to go for resources. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to distilling what is that core message you want to get across. And there's a very deliberate reason why marketers use this short form of video that we see in advertising. Traditionally, that's been 30 seconds because of TV commercials. But even as we see on different B-roll on online ads, they're focused. They're even getting smaller. Yeah. They could be longer. They're all focused on one key message. And that's where the power of using the advertiser secrets, trade learning, effective videos comes into play. So while let's take an example of um, onboarding, a typical use case, we need people to know all these 12 different things. Oh my God. (laughs) You put that into a typical (laughs) video and all they are left with is overwhelmed. Oh my God. There's 12 different things I need to know. I have no idea what they are. I'm coming away with being overwhelmed. Instead, what we can do, I would challenge everybody is to consider what is that key message and then just having the drama on that. And by drama, I mean the main action that's in your video. Say you want, I'm just totally making this up. Say you want to transform, um, you're launching a new system and it transforms this myriad of information into supposedly a seamless experience, you know, digital transformation, right? Another common use case, you could bring that to life. Maybe it's this long awaited butterfly and now it's cocoon stage and now it's metamorphosizing into a butterfly. And you're showing people, great, through the drama visuals, we have rebirth. We have the system generation two, digital transformation. I'm taking away ease and light and delight with this metaphor of a butterfly. And there's a very clear message that we can communicate with learning and development. So people in this case are taking away, okay, there's this big change happening, this metamorphosis. Okay. And these are all the the, the rest of the how-tos I need to know. 
however format that is, job aids, more videos, e-learning, you know, whatever. But we're using video to its biggest power to either drive that change message or ignite why somebody should even care and watch the rest of the video. There's so much better reasons to use video than simply watching a system demonstration or watching somebody just narrate their information as if they were speaking, but it's really, it's pretty boring to watch somebody just speak. This is our opportunities, learning and development to rethink how we're using video and to employ the best practices from marketing and from advertising that have honed this. This is like a 50 year old problem. Let's learn from what's working. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What I'm also hearing too, and something that I, I think a lot of people may be remiss when they're creating training is the inclusion of emotions, how you want the learner to feel. And I'm wondering if that's one of the advertising secrets. Can you share a little more? Yeah, the power of emotions really comes into play. And this is something that we can take advantage of as learning and development professionals with video. It's this one format that allows us to visually see, you know, auditorily impart a message or sound and allows us to uh, invoke feeling, like actual feeling into what's happening. And going to that example that I just came up with about the metamorphosis of a butterfly, you could show that through drab dreariness with the current system as an example and use visuals to help display the rainbow cornucopia of, you know, with bright uplifting music <laughs> about what is to come. I mean, you would understand that message, yeah. even if there's no audio explaining everything. Welcome to system version 2.2. It's going to be better. Mm. No, you actually get all that. So the whole emphasis and all the, where the, what I call drama is on that main message. I love that. Now, can you take us through an example? Say like most, let's say most training departments are one person, right? Within organizations, like I don't have a whole production team, you know, professional commercial marketing group to help me out here. Can you take us through an example of maybe step-by-step what someone would do to create uh, first one, ask questions they ask themselves if a video is appropriate. And then once they decide, what do they do? How, how do they, how do they make some magic? <laughs> what I would especially encourage those who are, who are working with a lean team is to really distill down why the need for video and then just really distill down the size of the video. It helps not only draws better impact, but there's just only so much time one has. So by looking at is video the right option, you would consider, can I actually just use a job aid to get this across? If there's a lot of steps, maybe video is a great way of actually showing all that stuff's awesome. But people need to keep using it, the video over and over again, may or may not be the right option. Really comes down to, again, that solid understanding of who your learner is. So your solid learner persona, using that at every turn, would your learner prefer this? Would they actually use a video with, you know, what, what actually is the right means to convey that change that you want? And then upon presuming that video is the right means, then it comes down to ensuring that you as a learning professional are really clear and your, and your stakeholders are really clear on what's the feeling you want to impart. 
It comes again with that very, very, very simple better butterfly example. If you intentionally choose or intentionally not to, your learners will be left with a message. So you just better take control over that. That would be, I think, the, the baby steps. Um, even if you are still doing a system screen recording, maybe that's the right solution. Great. Even if you're doing that, what are some ways then that you can ensure that that feeling is getting across of ease? For example, maybe it is having upfront, ideally, the short video that drives the what's in it for me. So showing that example of change or bringing to life something, the consequences. So using emotion in a way to display negative consequences. You know, this is what happens if you actually don't follow this system compliance new version 2.0. We're actually going to be a detriment and this could be the negative impact and drawing emotions there. Or on the flip side, the positive, oh, and it you get to free up your time. So whatever it is, is that what center for me? I would say that is the best opportunity to focus, if you can, to focus one's efforts. And if you don't get buy into that, then the second thing comes into play. Okay, I have to do a systems walkthrough training video of like all the steps. How then can I at least impart the feeling I want of ease? When I'm doing my message, maybe I have some callouts on screen, which are very simple to do in the various platforms. Maybe I do it in such a way that I'm being choiceful about my words, concise words and text, everything to elicit ease. Maybe it's in my title page. I do it very simply. Everything's to impart ease. Or maybe it's through the scripting that I have at the very beginning and end. Don't worry. We've got more resources to help you. Or don't worry. The system's intuitive. You are able to at least <laughs> keep in mind, even if you're a person of one, Okay, what is that feeling that I want people to have? I love that. Now, and I also think of uh, marketing as a very creative, right? Very innovative field. So I, and I, as you were talking, I was almost thinking of how, what are some ways that we can spark creativity in, in creating these videos? And I mean, would like watching a bunch of commercials be, you know, different ways of what, what are some ways that you can get yourself in that creative mode to yeah. think differently? So, Christina, do you know what the real secret to effective marketing is? What? <laughs> so it's not the sizzle. It's not the flash. It's not the colors or the creativity or the <laughs> brand imagery and such. It's actually data. So at wow. the top marketing, <laughs> yeah, at the top marketing uh, organizations, they're completely data-driven. So I had the privilege of working wow. with PepsiCo and Procter and Gamble, completely data driven. And it's based on those insights that you are then able to make the right informed idea, firstly. So it's all data. Secondly, it's idea ideating intentionally around that main learning point. So if I want to communicate that you can throw something out, but um maybe I have a new a new type of product I'm launching. Um, and I need to have some training, training about that. And the main, main benefit of the new product is that there's extra security, let's just say. So I would then first align on that being the core message. And then I would get myself and my team to ideate just around that. 
in the ad world, we call it the ad idea or for mm-hmm. learning development, I call it the video concept. So everything's ideated around that. So, um, product X is provide you security. I might ideate using metaphors. Okay. We're more secure than the big, um, I've got a, I've got a, a construction vehicle outside, outside here. Maybe we're more secure than an immovable than this large construction vehicle. We're just, we're not going to budge. <laughs> we're, we're secure. Or maybe we're, we're, um, we are the shield. We are the shield that comes to play. Everything I would do would just ideate around how I would visually depict that. Maybe I show, I just completely ideating. Maybe I show that we're more secure than, uh, using analogy from another industry, maybe look at cyber attacks. Well, we're internal, but we have the same level of, of, um, security protection. I'd use an analogy, I'd use metaphors, I'd use visuals. I'd use anything I could think of that would communicate my message without words, mm-hmm. which is hard, but that's yeah. whether or not you actually achieve that. That is not the point. The point is that you are ideating completely on that data driven main single focus point. So that's the real secret. Wow, I love it. So now I know you said that you can apply this to more than just learning videos. And I know our folks are going to want to learn more. What are some resources that they can tap into, including ones that you have, um, that people can learn more about this? I do have some free resources, both on firstly setting that foundation. So having that strong learner persona, and there is different video considerations and questions in the templates I have. Um, I also have some resources about how to create the video concept that I spoke about, something that you might ideate around, like how to do that, or if you don't do it yourself, how to evaluate if it's on point. And there's some pitfalls to just some very practical pitfalls to avoid. Um, I'm also happy to share into the show notes, there's an ATD resources. Um, there's some various as well, uh, free resources. And then for those who are members, there are some paid resources as well. That could be useful just to get more of that practical next steps. Awesome. We will include those in the show notes. Now, is there anything else before we get to rapid fire you want our listeners to know about this? I would say it comes down to continually trying. So it's very easy to sit back and go, okay, it's okay. (laughs) I can just do the system video with my screen recording and, and I can do what's asked. That's easy. Which is, and it's great. Sometimes that is all you can do because of time and budget. Um, but what I do challenge you to do is to think like, like even just take the time yourself, take the 45 minutes and think, okay, what is the emotion I'm trying to impart? Cause people are going to take away emotion regardless, but what do I want yeah. them to do? And then secondly, what are I dating on brainstorming ways to bring that to life? Like just, just think about what are those analogies? What are the visuals? What are those metaphors that I could use to bring that to life? And even just that as a step will help everybody collectively up our game. And the impact of that is huge. I see that through various videos that I can show once, which I have at conferences and people never, ever forget it. Various learning videos. I'll put some of those in the show notes as well. Awesome. So yeah, very I, I, simple. I love the idea of bookending it. You know, it's a, a thought, thinking time. Yeah. Yes. Oh, go ahead. Yes. 
So I do encourage everybody. And then the second part to that is to keep when you are watching different when you are getting different ideas out there, so however that may be, do you keep in mind with a very, with a very focused intention? Okay. What is that that they're trying to communicate? What's that single message? And what's that feeling they're trying to communicate? So we spoke earlier about, you know, ideating broadly. Mm, I would say focus that. Otherwise it's not a very effective use of your time. So go with a very specific message of, Okay, how are they, what's the message they're driving? And then how are they eliciting emotions? And what emotion are they intentionally doing? I love it. Well, I'm certainly going to look at any videos I produce differently now. <laughs> Just take a half hour to think about how to make it, you know, better tap into that emotion. I love it. Okay, the end of every episode, we ask three rapid fire questions. Are you ready? I am. <laughs> okay. So what is one book that everyone must read and why? Ooh, some books I really like are um, just the tried and true brain rules, John Medina. So you can't go wrong with that. Um, and oldie but goodie, your brain at work by David Rock, as well, just some solid foundations. I love those. Yeah, I love that your brain at work is one of my favorite as well. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. So what is a tool you can't live without and tool can be however you define it? Um, actually it would be my project management software because it keeps everything going, keeps everything at bay coupled with our means of gathering coupled with one note, I would say to gather all those brainstormed ideas. So you got organization and you got brainstormed ideas in a way that's organized. Nice. Any particular uh, project management software? We use Avaza. Ah, okay. I'll have to check so it out. So it's more of a custom tool. Very oh, powerful. Okay. Very, very good. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. The best piece of advice you've ever been given? You know what? I have to say the one that sticks with me is always what A.G. Lively says about the consumer is the heart of everything we do because it's the learner is the heart of everything we do. And it's been decades. Absolutely. And I still use that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And something that in the training industry, we all need to, uh, for lack of a term, live by. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Danielle. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. And of course, many thanks to our listeners. Before you go, we have a message from our producer, Helena Hodges. Are you interested in learning more about the Metro DC chapter of ATD? or following us on social media. Go to dcatd.org and click on About. Want to network with other chapter members? Join the Metro DC chapter of ATD members on LinkedIn today. 